Never do this to your background investigator. Let's discuss. Hey, before we get started, listen, I have two gifts in the description for you. One of them is the Getting Started Workshop for Law Enforcement Candidates. It's going to walk you through every stage of the hiring process, plus there's those hidden bonuses in there that will really help you figure out where you're going to fall in your hiring process and where you need to focus your attention to be a little bit better. Additionally, if you have something specific to your hiring process, jump on a free one-on-one -on -one coaching call with me. I will help guide you through it, whether that's hurdles you may have in the background, you're wondering what your eligibility or your chances are of getting hired, we'll be able to discuss it all. Now, the one thing you should never do to your background investigator, and that is not respond to them or not listen to them. If they tell you to do something, if they tell you to do something and they say, hey, I need you to sign up for this immediately. I need you to get this notarized ASAP. You need to do it. Drop whatever you're doing, right? I don't I don't care. Drop whatever you're doing and respond to them. Obviously, if you're driving, pull over and be safe about it. But you need to stop what you're doing and respond to them. It's okay if they make you wait. They're going to make you wait. If you've been through any of the process already, you've seen this. It's a big hurry up and wait game. But if they're waiting on you, there's a good chance that that they're just going to pull you from, from the hiring process. You're a little bit reprieved in today's day and age when, when they need a lot of law enforcement officers and they want to get as many candidates through that, that they can possibly get so that as they weed out, you know, they have more options that they can fill the academy billets. But at the same point in time, if they're sending up a follow-up email to you, and saying, hey, I responded to you a week ago and you haven't gotten back to me or what's going on, you failed to respond. I've seen it left and right where if you're late for a PT test, if you're late for their interview meeting, if you fail to respond to them via email, they just pull your packet and you are 100% done and you're going to have to reapply. And then it looks bad when you reapply because you reapplied and say, oh, you know, I made this mistake or, or I failed to respond or I didn't complete such and such. They're not going to take you serious. Now, what if they do allow you to move forward? You're still not that person's favorite applicant, right? Hey, this is Frank. I have to respond. He never responds back to me. He's always taking forever. He's always trying to, he, or he's always late when I tell him to do something. Hey, I need this done ASAP. Hey, you need to schedule this. He doesn't read the directions all the way. It drives background investigators insane. And the big thing about the background investigator is they're the number one person recommending you to the chief or to the hiring board as, hey, this candidate made it through. He did well on the board. His background is going really, really well. I think we can move forward with him, do his psych, his poly. All that looked really great. I, I definitely think we need to look at this candidate. He's he's highly recommended. And then if there's a chief board, he's going to be the one that says, he or she is going to be the one that says, chief, hey, this candidate squared away, good to go. I'd like to bring him in and sit down if you got time. And then hit, their recommendation is going to be the one that matters the most, right? Because they're the ones that are dealing with your, your personal background more than anyone else. They're the one that is going to sign off saying, hey, I believe this individual is eligible for a public trust security clearance. These things matter. So if you're ticking off your background investigator by not responding or not doing what they say in a quick and timely manner, 
you're, you're just shooting yourself in the foot too many times. I've had people reach out to me. Oh, my background investigator said, Hey, sign up for your, your written exam as quickly as possible. And actually it doesn't even have to be your background investigator. It could be any hiring official. Sometimes maybe you'll deal more with the recruiter than you will the background investigator. Any of the, the hiring officials that are part of the process tell you to do anything, do it immediately. Stop what you're doing. If you're at work, Find time on your lunch break to go knock this out or say, if you can't get it done immediately, say you're at work and you're doing something and you need to get something notarized, respond back to them, sir, ma'am. Hey, thank you for the email. I received it. I'm going to take care of this ASAP. I'm currently at work, so I'm unable to get this notarized, but this will be the first thing I do after work tonight. And I will have it sent to you either this evening or first thing tomorrow morning, as soon as it's done. That's all you have to do. It's very simple. Realize you're applying for a professional career, professional atmosphere. You need to be professional because I guarantee you the reason they're not responding to you when you ask them a question and say, hey, I'm wondering what's still going on in the process. It's because they're too busy responding to all the other emails of the higher ups that they are reporting to, right? They're making sure that they're getting their stuff done. That's they're prioritizing, right? And you're not a high priority for them unless they're chief or they're, they're lieutenants or whoever's directing the hiring process saying, hey, I want these people in, I want them in now. And then you become a priority, which is why you always see that hurry up and wait, right? Can't tell you how many times the recruitment process would kind of fade out. And then chief would come back and say, Hey, where are we at with this? Where are we at with the recruits? Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. We're finishing this up. We'll, we'll have them in next week, chief. And then next thing you know, the lights a fire under us and we're back to, back to the hiring process. But don't think for any second, if you reverse those roles and you say, oh, they can wait up. No, because I wouldn't. I would just remove you from the process. Or if I couldn't remove you from the process, just I, when I when I go to talk about you or when I go to explain uh, your candidacy to to the hiring officials, I would just say, hey, yeah, here's this candidate. Everything checks out. One thing I will say is that he's not very punctual. He's not very responsible. You know, I'd reach out to him. It would take him days to get back to me. And I don't, I just don't know how committee is to, to one, this position or this department. So keep that in mind, but here you go. All his, all his stuff checks out and that, and that's it. And then next, thing you know, you know, that individual is saying, Hey, you know, chief, we're looking at this guy, Frank right now, but, but corporal or Sergeant McGaha reviewed his stuff and said, Hey, we want you to, or he said, Hey, you know, this guy isn't, doesn't, isn't really all that squared away. He said everything checked out, but it wasn't really squared away. wasn't very punctual or said that he wasn't the best candidate, right? It's, it's not a good look. It's just not a good look. You don't want to be that person because there's too many other applicants and you could say, Oh, there's not that many people applying. No, there's less people applying these days. Why it's your best chance right now. However, there's still a lot of people applying. And I've said this in plenty of videos before. Maybe a position that we had before was getting 1,000 applicants. Well, it's still getting over 500 now. Actually, the, the numbers are starting to climb. People are reapplying in, in more numbers and in higher numbers, I should say, to law enforcement positions, especially now that law enforcement has raised their starting salaries upwards of $20,000 a year or more. So- you got to you got to understand where you're at with this. If you're trying to become a law enforcement officer and the biggest thing you want to do is sell yourself as a candidate, then be the best candidate. Be the most punctual. 
be the one that that sees all the emails, be the one that picks up the phone or responds. If they call you and you don't recognize the number, and a lot of times law enforcement has restricted or private numbers, and you, I'm not answering that. Okay, don't answer it. That's fine. But then they leave you a message. Hey, this is Sergeant McGaha with such and such police department. I'm running your background. I need some additional information on one of your references. I'm unable to get in contact with them. Please call me back as soon as possible. You get that email, oh, I'm at work, I'll get back to them later this evening. No, because later this evening, I'm not going to be at work, which means you're going to miss me. And then what, I'm supposed to play phone tag with you? No, I'm not the one that needs the job, right? I don't, I have the job. You're the one that needs the job. So you need to put in that legwork. And if you don't agree with it, then that's fine. You're just going to be one of the candidates that's just not as, you're just not going to succeed as some of the other candidates do because they're the ones that are dumping everything into this profession to get hired, to do everything, to appear and frame themselves as the most successful or the best selected candidate. Keep that in mind. Do not make any hiring official ever wait on you, ever, at any point in time. If they do have to wait on you because of factors outside your control, let them know. Let them know that the only reason they're waiting is because you need to find a notary and one's not open on a Sunday, so you will get it to them first thing Monday morning. All right? Those are the type of things that you need to handle. Now, what happens if you do miss it and it's an accident? you immediately apologize and say, hey, I'm so sorry I missed this email. I, I'm working on this right now. Uh, here it is. And you just move forward with that. And hopefully they understand and they allow you to continue forward. And if they don't, you just know next time you need to be a little bit more vigilant on your on your communications and make sure that none of the hiring officials get hung up or stuck waiting for you. I'm interested to know if anyone's ever ran into this issue that's that's willing to talk about it. Leave a comment, though. Leave a comment if you have. Let me know what happened. Let me know if the hiring official allowed you to move forward, or let me know if they just removed you from the hiring process or kind of gave you a stern talking to, so to say, via email or however you were communicating with them. I'm really interested in that. Okay. Now, those gifts are still in the description. Use them. They're here for you. They're both free. That's why they're there. I want to help get, put good police officers out on the street. So the free workshop, the getting started workshop, it's down in the description. Click on the link to take you to it, and you'll be able to pretty much learn everything you need to about each stage of the hiring process. It might be out of order for, for your hiring process, but it's still going to tell you everything that you need. Plus, there's those hidden bonuses that will help help you gauge where you're at and your eligibility. Additionally, if you have something specific that you want to discuss, I'm here for a free coaching call. Use it, please. It's my gift to you. I'd love to help you, help you get through this arduous process and make sure that we can help get you out there on the street doing what you want to be doing and serving a community. As always, stay safe and I will see you next time.